calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Previously on transmissions from Colony One. Cut thrusters. Touchdown. Wasp has landed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not receiving signals from NASA, MECTI, ESA, or Hercules. Kaya? We've lost her. We've lost the Earth. This Ada Karina. There wouldn't be any associated danger, would there? We'd all be dead before we'd even notice it. Why? Earth was hit by a gamma ray burst? Well, Earth is gone. Huh? What? What about the Chinese? The Chinese? What about the Chinese? They built that moon base a few years back, right? So, maybe if there was a crew station there. For Dustin. December 31, 2056. Times Square, New York City. Earth. It's a brisk New Year's Eve right here at Times Square with less than one hour away from ringing in the most historic New Year in our lifetimes. I'm your host, Clifford Stillman, and to my left, well, this lovely lady needs no introduction, but I'm going to give her one anyway. Give me Zola! Hey, Cliff. Pretty exciting night, isn't it? Tonight we not only celebrate the start of 2057, but history on Earth and elsewhere. That's right, Cliff. Big time. Tonight's all about Mekti. Tonight is the culmination of years of hard work and dedication from literally millions of people around the world. Mekti-1, the first of hundreds of manned missions to Mars, is set to land on the surface tonight. The crew, headed by Commander Sam Flynn, includes some of humanity's bravest. We'll of course be bringing you live feed from the cockpit of Mekti-1's ship, the Wasp, once they land. But this is only one of three historical events Mekti has planned for tonight. Mekti couldn't have just one milestone for us to celebrate. When Mekti-1 lands on Mars, Mekti-2 will launch from Earth orbit. Midnight of 2057 will mark a turning point in human civilization. 
From that moment on, we will become interplanetary. The MACD-2 crew, led by Commander Tim Conrad, is set to launch for Mars just as Sam Flynn and MECD-1 will be touching down on the surface. But hold on a second, Cliff. MECD has three events planned for us tonight, right? There has also been an agreement between MECD and the China National Space Administration. As we speak, there is a delegation of MECD officials currently meeting with Zhao Li, commander of the Chinese Moon Base, where the formal alliance will be signed. Scott Richmond, reporter for MECD's Mars Now Network, is live from the moon. December 31, 2056. China National Space Administration Moon Base. Long Hong Kong 1. Shackleton Crater. Earth's Moon. So. So, so. I guess we're co-workers now. I'll admit, it took some negotiating with the rest of the board for crew changes. When there will be hundreds of crews. We got you six, all Chinese. And we both know there will be more in the future. This is the great star, child. Hmm. Missions to Mars. How did we get here? If you ask me, I would not want to be on MECT-2 tonight. They launch moments after MECT-1 lands. What if something goes wrong on MECT-1? What if the landing fails? What if there was one variable that they never accounted for? It would be a tragedy. But the mission would continue. They need to continue. We are in too deep now. As difficult as losing MECT-1 would be, you can't shut down because of one failure. If that happens though, and MECT-2 has to launch with that to look forward to... Oh, such a beautiful view of Earth. Don't think I'd ever get tired of this. I hear that we have to leave tomorrow. Be happy you're here for four days. My crew and I still have five months to go. The countdown has begun, Commander Lee. Thank you, Captain. Be there shortly. <sighs> Time to see if your accomplishments have paid off, Administrator Vidas. Shall we? My pleasure, Commander Lee. <laughs> 
There's been some kind of communication Hours later. Pete, this is Leslie Jacobs calling Space Station Hercules. It has been two hours since communication failure. If there is anyone on board Space Station Hercules, you have a live and open signal. Please report to us that you've received our transmission. Now talk to Leslie. This is Rose Cooper Amekti on board with the Chinese moon base.
we head back to Hercules? Uh, I, I... I don't know what to do. Get to a console and call those frequencies again. All of them. We still have four hours until the Perception 2 satellite launches. If it launches. If the satellite launches, we use it to relay our message to Earth. Establishing contact with Earth is the priority, no matter how long it takes. Everyone get back to work. Continue calling all frequencies. Alternatives at this point, right? 
staying up here, speaking to them signals. It's not going to do a damn thing. I followed orders of Commander Lee. If she orders me to call the emergency frequencies, I call. Yeah. Captain Chen, don't you think that it's perhaps time to think of something else? An actual plan? We're getting nowhere. Maybe not, but I trust Commander Lee's judgment. Good morning. Any news? Any updates? Same as yesterday, and the day before, and the day before that. We must keep going. Keep calling. Commander Lee? Yes? I apologize. Your name is? Lieutenant Eva Murphy, co-pilot of the transport ship. What is your plan? My plan? Yes. We've all been sitting here day in and day out, sending out transmissions to dead signals, hoping someone happens to hear us. That is correct, Scott. For how long? We have four transport ships, and we can leave whenever we want. But you keep saying no. How long should we keep doing this? Until I say otherwise, Lieutenant. It's been one week since the communications blackout, and therefore makes our current objective even more important. Do you understand, Lieutenant? There has been a global blackout, and from the absence of any light pollution, we can safely assume there's been a full electrical grid failure. But whatever has happened, whatever caused it, it will get resolved. MECD will get this taken care of. The Chinese Space Administration will get this taken care of. We've not been forgotten up here. Patience and diligence as we move forward. There are 86 people currently on board Guanghangong 1. We have enough water, oxygen, food, and supplies for an entire year. We need to stay persistent. We have the time to endure. We owe it to our people down there to keep at it. MECTI headquarters, Nikki Flores calling for you to watch the Denali, this is Rose Cooper calling you back. On a remote island in Frigid Lake Superior, a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Captain? 
at our current rate of food consumption. Commendably is suggesting we begin altering our diets to allow food food to last considerably longer. Gotta be kidding me. How much is you wanting to cut it down? One third. This is such bullshit. Rationing our rations. <laughs> that will allow much more time to seek out a oh, command. for Christ's sake, May! It's been two months. Where is Commander Lee? Um, in her quarters. In her quarters, huh? All right. Everybody come with me. Had enough of this bullshit. Mr. Richmond. Mr. Richmond? Scott? Another two months later. May 16, 2057. Attempting a reestablishment of communication with Space Station Hercules and Earth. It's been over four months since the launch of MECT-2 and the beginning of the blackout. It's been about a month since the heavy clouds on Earth dissipated, yet there's no sign of activity. If you somehow are hearing this, Respond to this frequency immediately. I keep okay. taking some calling from the control center, Juan Hagong, the CNSA moon base to Mackey, Cape Town. Please respond. We've experienced a communications blackout four months ago. Sending out another call to Mackey Terraformation Lab and Rita. Rita, please respond whenever you are. You had Mekti Argentina on your frequency list for the day, correct? I think so, yeah. Gotcha. How about uh, sound? This is Ben Richards on board the Chinese moon base Shackleton Crater. Good afternoon. As of this moment, I am ordering all personnel to cease communication efforts. About goddamn time. I have considered the flight plan designed by Omar Alvarez and Ava Murphy, and I have agreed a return mission to Earth is in everyone's best interests. Captain Alvarez, open up the mission report. Yes. Yes, Commander. 
As you can see on the screen, we're taking all four of our transport ships docked at the base, and we're headed for Space Station Hercules. As of right now, the best answer we have for what happened on Earth was some kind of EMP. What does not add up, though, is the situation on Hercules. So we head there first. Maybe we'll find answers there. Sounds good. After that, we'll make for the Mekti Space Elevator Orbit Station and take the elevator down to the surface station on Jarvis Island. Once on the surface, we'll get flights back to our respective headquarters. At last. Head to the supply depot and grab all your personal belongings. We're taking everything. We will not return to Guanghangong One. All crew file out. I understand it's a risk, but the one we need to take. I hope you're right, Dario. Standing by, Commander. Shuttle 1, commence primary engine ignition. Safe travels, Jimmy. Copy, Commander. Igniting engine now. Captain 1, commence primary engine ignition. Acknowledge, Commander. Executing primary ignition. Omar, you're cleared for launch. Commence ignition. Successful takeoff of Shuttle 1. Copy, Commander. See you in the end. Farewell, Guahango. Captain Shaw, execute primary ignition. Copy, Commander. Ignition in 3, 2, 1. Successful takeoff. Copy that, Captain. Okay, everyone. Captain Shaw and I will be executing some positioning thruster burns. But rest easy. We are now en route to Space Station Hercules. Happy Rose, come on back to mission control. What 
Fuck. The entire crew. Should we load up with supplies and head back to Guanghangu? What? Go back? We can't go back. But this still could be an EMP. Omar, you suspected an EMP. I don't know, Ava. What the hell is going on? The station's power has remained on. It couldn't have been an EMP. What now? What now? All crew is lost. I'm afraid to ask what happened at headquarters. Uh, guys? Huh? I, I may have found something over here. Maybe. This alert pop-up on this monitor next to me, it's, it's reading a, a P-E-M code. P-E-M? Oh! Planetary emergency message. P-E-M. They automatically broadcast based on the detection of danger event on Earth or Mars that might pose a high level threat to any of our missions. P-E-M 23-238-429. What does it mean? What does the number mean? It's a number code. The first part, 23, is the category number from the P-E-M index. Luckily, there's still power on the station, so I can search the index. And... Wait, there was a blackout on Earth. How are you able to access a network? The EM database is located on a satellite orbiting the dwarf planet Sirius in the asteroid belt. What? Okay, PEM-23 is the category number four. Huh. What? What is it? PEM-23 means radiation event, Earth. What? Radiation event? What the hell? Last six numbers, I'm not entirely sure of. Searching 238429. On PEMs, there would usually be a small bit of text or code describing the source of the problem, or the cause, or... Or... What is it? Dario? 238429. Looks like it's the Smithsonian Astrophysical Observatory Star Catalog number. And SAO number for Eta Corina. Ada Karina? What is that? A supermassive star over 7,000 light years away. How would a star over 7,000 light years away cause a radiation event here? Well, perhaps a supernova. Let me see if the telescopes work and I can get a look at this thing. This star, this Ada Karina, it went supernova? There we go. Let's see. It's what is it? What? Eta Corina has collapsed. The BEM detected a radiation event on Earth from Eta Corina. Earth was hit by a gamma ray burst. What? A gamma ray burst? No. What does that mean? This could not have happened. Look around, Commander. The body. That is what a gamma ray burst means. We must get down there. How do you know? It, uh, what? That, that couldn't have been. No. Yeah. No. We must get home. That could not have 
Nothing out of the ordinary. The system logged all four abort capsules with manual jettisons. All of the orbit stations abort capsules have been manually jettisoned, and you don't think that's out of the ordinary? No evidence of any malfunctions of the sort. Mm -hmm. But the why they aborted remains a mystery. Nikki, what is it? We've checked all the lower levels and no sign of anyone. Heading to CC. Oh. The farther we go, the more confusing it becomes. Guys, I think I've got something. To anyone on the Chinese moon base or Hercules that reads this, my name is Ken Simpson, assistant orbit station operator for the MECT space elevator. We have reason to believe that an EMP has hit Earth, and it's knocked out operational power to the elevator. It's been four days since the event, and in those four days, we've heard nothing from space station Hercules or the surface. Nothing. I have given orders to abandon ship with our 11-person crew using one of our aboard capsules to link up with space station Hercules and the remaining three to land near Jarvis Island. I hope that we regain operational power and communication soon. Ken Simpson, January 5th, 2057, 1620 hours. <sighs> There's your answer, Dario. I don't remember seeing any abort capsules at Space Station Hercules. After seeing what happened to the crew, why would you stay? Joe, we cannot take the elevator. What are our options? I guess we do the only thing we can at this point. All crew, back to your ships and load procedures for re-entry. Shit. The space elevator is offline, and we're going to attempt a landing on Jarvis Island. You sure this is the best move, Chow? No. We gotta go, Dario. Next day, May 22nd, 2057. Altitude is 100 kilometers and dropping. Mekti Transport, PI. Mekti Transport Shuttle breaching Carmen Line. Copy, Mekti Transport. Holland, heat reading. Coming up on 1000 Celsius. Transport reading nominal. How's your handling, Captain Shaw? Handling is perfect, Commander. Mr. Richards, keep your eyes open on the left side for horizon visual. CMD standing by on horizon visual. Less altitude. 96.22 km and dropping. We are good. Going good. Magnetic transport performing point two clockwise roll adjustment. 90 kilometers and dropping. Happy Leslie. Nearing EQ glide. Decel rate is nominal. Point two complete. 4,800 meters per second velocity.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.